0: Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on many popular podcast hosting sites, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blueberry, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, and at www.vhha.com. You can also hear episodes of the podcast each Saturday at noon on WJFN 100.5 FM in the Richmond area. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHA. Again, that is Podcast at vhha.com. And with that out of the way, today we're pleased to be joined by Dr. Zen Yan, a professor and the director of the Center for Skeletal Muscle Research at UVA's Cardiovascular Research Center. In a moment, he'll share some insight about his research on how exercise can be a defense against COVID-19. But first, welcome to the program, Dr. Yan.
1: Thanks very much for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. It's our pleasure, and thank you for being with us. So one of the anecdotal issues accompanying stay-at-home behavior during social distancing is a tendency for some people to become more sedentary. This can lead to weight gain, sort of commonly known as the quarantine 15, exercise is always an important part of a healthy lifestyle. But Dr. Yan, your research suggests that physical activity may actually help reduce the risk for developing a respiratory disorder that has been one of the major causes of death in COVID-19 patients. So let's start there. What can you tell us about your research and its findings, Dr. Yan?
1: So many years ago, we started to look into the mechanism how exercise may help us to prevent disease. And I bumped into this antioxidants that is produced in many tissues including skeletal muscle and exercise, particularly aerobic exercise can promote the expression of this gene and this protein encoded by this gene getting to the circulation, getting to the vital organs like lungs, kidney, heart and to protect these vital organs from disease like COVID-19 but this was only found later that this may be helpful.
0: Now, Dr. Yan, your background and area of specialty is in physiology and cell biology. Your work at UVA includes teaching and conducting cardiovascular-related research. If you would, could you just tell me about the process of conducting this kind of research, going from the idea stage to publishing findings and then potential publication in a scientific journal? What's that timeline like for research of this type?
1: This is getting uh, a little bit longer and longer probably because of the rigorous, rigorousness in this research process. So this study lasted for about 10 years, but you know, we address many different issues. And the last one, the most recent one that we have found is that when we make an animal genetically produce more of this antioxidant, we found these animals are resistant to many deadly conditions clinically, like the patients suffer in the ICU. So one particular disease condition is called ARDS, acute respiratory distress syndrome, which is the one that caused mortality in COVID-19 patients. And these animals are resistant to this um, disease condition. So to really confirm and to show that this is due to this antioxidant, we did two experiments. We used a surgical procedure for two animals' shear blood, or we transfused the blood from one animal to the other. And we proved that this antioxidant is really effective in preventing LRDS. So it takes a long time to get this basic research dissector mechanism. So, roughly these days, about three or four or five years.
0: And for this research that you've completed now, what's the next step? Is it publication in a scientific journal? Has it been submitted? What's the next step in the process?
1: For the finding of prevention against the LDS that has already been published in 2017, we did a review, very in-depth review recently, and we found all the evidence supporting this speculation that ECSOD protect against LDS, maybe other deadly complications. Now people find more and more uh, deadly complications associated with the COVID-19. We are in the process of developing a small drug or small molecule that mimic the effect. So we are in the middle of testing the efficacy of this, this mimetic or this potential drug.
0: And tell me a little bit more about that process. How long is the developmental phase?
1: It involves design of the molecule and then we disclose it. So hopefully we can pattern it if it proves to be effective. And then we have to hire someone, either an expert in the chemistry department or a company. So in this case, we have hired a company to synthesize this small molecule and purify it and to make sure that we can use it in animals. And then we have to get it shipped to our lab and then we have to use a model to test it. So we are in the middle of testing this small molecule.
0: I appreciate you explaining that technical process to us. Before we go, Dr. Yan, I have a few other questions for you that are less professional and more about you personally, just to give people a sense of who you are. The first question, sir, is what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given and why is it important in your life?
1: I would say uh, it has to do something with my training background. I have a medical background. I used to be a surgeon. I came to the United States about 31 years ago to pursue a career in basic research to understand the underlying mechanism of exercise in benefits our health. So probably the best advice to myself and to many people is that keep being active. That's very important because exercise really is probably one of the best interventions better than any single medicine to keep you in a good shape hopefully in this case, that even with get infected you will be in that 80 percent patient with the mild symptom
0: well that is good advice to exercise and lead a healthy and fit lifestyle the second question sir is in the imaginary hypothetical scenario and this is just an imaginary game here that you found yourself on death row what would your last meal be my last meal was the steak how do you like your steak prepared him there okay a little bit of pink in there. And then, typically at this point in the podcast, we would ask you to share with us one book, one album, and one movie that you would take with you to keep yourself company if you were stranded on a deserted island. And we'd still love to hear your picks for that. But first, during these very unprecedented times, I'd like to know what one activity helps you unwind at the end of a long day. It could be a song you like to play, or a good book, a mindless TV show, a walk around the neighborhood, or some exercise. What helps you mellow out and de stress at the end of a long day? long Day.
1: My favorite one is going fishing. You really get the physical activity, but also you have the mind game and you enjoy the natural life. Everything in this activity is probably the best.
0: Freshwater fishing, saltwater fishing?
1: Freshwater fishing.
0: I don't have access to the saltwater,
1: otherwise, I'll probably enjoy it very much.
0: We'll close with your picks for one book, one movie, and one album. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what would you want to take with you to keep yourself occupied?
1: A movie? I'm not a really a person to watch movie a lot. I exercise a lot.
0: And then what about one book and one album? The book I
1: read the most is Bible.
0: And what about one album? Just Grogan. raise me. Okay. I appreciate those picks. And with that, that's going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so that you know when new episodes are released. And thank you to our guest, Dr. Zen Yan of UVA for joining us today. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you very much for having
0: me.